So here we are. We were told this more or less this time last month that we would have a new minister for electricity. It certainly sent shockwaves, no pun intended, around the country, around the establishment, first of the position, and second, its location within the presidency. The president has not budged despite the dissenting voices around that posturing. But there seems to be some wisdom if one takes into account who that minister is. Dr. Sputla Ramakhuba is that identified person. There was one voice note that decried that appointment. Unati came back, or rather Unati in response specifically to that voice note, Unati in Kabecha, I think he was calling from, said he invited that listener to go and read up of Dr. Ramakhuba and engage if whether or not indeed the sentiment would still be felt. Well, let's try and get some sense as to not just the portfolio, but first, the individual who the nation certainly will be looking to for solutions. Probably, I think, he will be under intense scrutiny, unfairly so on him. He's never previously been a minister. There's never previously been a ministry of this kind. So quite frankly, he has to hit the ground running what is worse. There's very little runway, given the fact that ESCOM is upon us in the manner in which it is. So let's get an account as to who he is first with Professor Samson Mampueli, Head of Department of Science and Innovations, Energy Secretariat at Sanedi. Prof, good evening. Welcome back. Good evening to you and the listeners. Mm. Talk to us about Sputla Ramakhuba. Um, yeah, um, I think his uh, background as a civil engineer, um, the work that he's been doing um, in the infrastructure space, uh, and that experience um, may assist him a great deal uh, because we're looking at um, the, the decaying infrastructure at ESCOM. So from the infrastructure point of view, um, I would think that that is a, is a good choice. Um, from the te- deep technical point of view, um, I, I don't think he, he, he would be a, a great choice. And, and based on that, I think he will need a lot of support. Um, and that support will have to come from, uh, you know, from the ESCOM people, uh, from people within the, the National System of Innovation, Universities and Science Councils, now that the, 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 the national state of disaster has been declared, um, he can then be able to draw uh, into the, 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 the human resources and otherwise from within those, uh, the, those sectors, including other SOEs for that matter. Um, so from the, the technical understanding uh, of the problem, I think that's where he needs a lot of support. Uh, from the understanding of the infrastructure side of things, as, a, as a, a, a civil engineer who understands the infrastructure side of things, I think he will come in very handy. And, and we need Is to, he required to be technical, though, in that position? I mean, I would imagine the technical aspects really do devolve to or remain at the institution, ESCOM itself. Rather, he is supposed to 
exercise the kind of oversight, political oversight specifically, as well as what then becomes the administrative oversight in relation to the funds, the technical support that is required, and he facilitating for that through now the resources available of the state to ensure that relationship between the executive of ESCOM that has its own board, by the way, to intend to all the technical aspects that I understand you to be making or advancing on his behalf, And then he be there as an oversight gatekeeper to ensure that the national plans, ESCOM, is playing its part in that. Or have I got it all too wrong? You you got it uh, right. Um, If you look at it from the political side of things, to say he was playing a a political oversight role. But here we are in a a crisis kind of a situation. Uh, we, we, We just came from a situation where we where ESCOM had a non technical chief executive um, and things did not go right uh, in terms of fixing the existing power stations. Um, the, that's why I'm saying for me uh, I, would have, I would have dug a little bit deeper in terms of someone who would understand the technical side of electricity generation, transmission and distribution and we've got the resources and the skills in the, in, in the country. Um, but nonetheless, what, what needs to happen now, uh, because even when you're, you're, you're providing that political oversight, it, it's quite important that you understand what you're providing political oversight on. Um, and that's only on one aspect. We have the energy action plan announced by the president, um, what, what what needs to we, we have various aspects of the ESCOM problem. Uh, the ESCOM problem is got the technical side, which is uh, one fraction, and then we've got the, the political uh, and the social political side, which is another big fraction, which has got to do with uh, 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 the the, the squandering of resources, the malfeasance, the corruption that takes place within ESCOM, and all those kind of things. So, so you need someone who will be able to deal with those things. And I think uh, from the political point of view, uh, Dr. Ramkopo should be able to deal with those kind of things. Uh, we need proper planning. Um, he needs to, and, and also on the political side, he needs to deal with unions at ESCOM. He needs to deal with them. A, a lot of other social issues. Against what um, you have said then, is it then not a master stroke on the part of the president to one, establish the ministry and second, to locate it within the presidency against all the issues within the issue that have to nonetheless be contemplated? You talk about the relationships he has to to have with the unions, you talk about the technical aspects associated with the portfolio, which he may be lacking, but at least he will be able to have closer earshot of the president in, mit- in mitigating, shall I say, those shortcomings. And the fact that it would be still in the same office, same office being the presidency, with that department, planning, monitoring, and evaluation. So central ESCOM is to service delivery, to policy development and implementation. Everything really is around ESCOM. The feeling is, if ESCOM could come right, first of all, it would relieve the pressure on the political elite, just that on its own, having lights on consistently. But secondly, it would enable all the other ministries to function that much more efficiently, that much more effectively, that much more quicker. 
So can we not then give President the credit for establishing the ministry and locating it within the ministry, I mean within the presidency? Yes, yes. Uh, a very big credit to the President for that. Um, you know, he, he is a visionary leader. Uh, he is he really? identified the, the, the problem. Uh, yeah, uh, he identified the problem and, and then he came up with solutions. Um, so if you look at what he has done from the, 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 the root, root cost analysis or diagnosis that he did before July uh, last year, and then he came up with the energy with, with the, 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 the establishment of the Energy Crisis Committee to deal with these issues. The Energy Crisis Committee has got about seven work streams that are dealing with technical issues. That's why I said, yes, there, may, there could be a weakness in, 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 in Dr. Ramakopa on the technical side, but he can still draw from uh, uh, that pool in terms of technical skills uh, because we've got people from ESCOM, the CSIR, the universities, and other science councils working in the seven working groups. So that's where you can draw the technical expertise and be able to interpret issues and be able to, to run with, with things. So the president has done particularly, has done quite a lot of work already uh, on behalf of, of, of the, the, the new minister. When the problem couldn't come to an end, he then determined that I actually need to be very close to this problem. That's one. Two, I need someone who will be full-time on this particular problem at, at, at minister level with executive powers. And that, for me, was a good decision to make because now you've got someone, apart from the Minister of, of, of Energy and Minister of Public Enterprises, if you look at the two ministries, uh, yes, they were, dealing with the, they, they, were, they, they were dealing with the problem, but they had shortcomings. Uh, a lot of shortcomings when it comes to this particular issue. Because if you look at the Minister of Energy, for instance, the, the, the role of the Minister of Energy in this problem is basically to bring in new generation capacity. And it's quite difficult to bring in new generation capacity very quickly. The Minister of Mineral Resources has been trying very hard to do that. Uh, he started with the car ships that uh, did not uh, work, and, and, and then he, he went on to with the renewable energy procurement, and, and then they brought in the purchase of power from uh, uh, the southern region, about around 300 megawatts that's coming in and all that. So those efforts are there, but they, then the, the president determined that because this problem is not coming to an end, I need to be close to it and monitor it on a daily basis. I need to have someone who can, who can do it with the capabilities. Take, out, take nothing away not? from... Yeah, take, take nothing away from... from from Prof. Ramahopa or Dr. Ramahopa. He's got the capabilities. He's got the, quali- the necessary qualifications. You know, he understands that the, partly the, on, on the infrastructure side, he understands that, that space very well. So, so for me, it's, yes, I would say 10% uh, on the technical side, which you can drop from elsewhere. We just need to point out that because that is the truth. He's not an electrical engineer. He has never... No, I get that. Against what you have said, though, against what you have said, is it simply also not true to say this? Mandasha and Gordon, jointly or severally, have failed. Everything you have said leads me to this conclusion. Mandasha and Praveen have failed, jointly or severally. So, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't say Pantasha and Pravin have failed because 
we need to look at the history of the problem and look at what are the interventions that we put in place. So if you look at on the side of, of the Ministry of Energy, the Mineral Resources and Energy, um, so this role is basically implementation of the integrated resource plan, bringing in new generation capacity from uh, through the ministerial determination. Um, before uh, 2019, and let me say before 2017, uh, with the previous administration, there was a bit of uncertainty in terms of implementation of that plan that was brought in when ESCOM couldn't sign some of the 27 projects that were supposed to be signed and all that, and that created a lot of problems within the system. Now, Minister Mandelsha came in, and then in 2018, he, he led the process that, 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 that resulted in the revision of the integrated resource plan. Now, from 2019, when, when the integrated resource plan was accepted by all the social partners, he then started with the implementation of the integrated resource plan. And what some of us track is, one, is implementing the plan, two, is, 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 is procuring the, the, the megawatts as per the plan. What Mr. Mandasi has done so far, he has implemented, he has even brought forward some of the, 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 the procurements that were supposed to be taking place at a later stage, just to try and deal with the, with the crisis at the moment, the battery storage facilities and things like that. So, so if you look at how he's doing things, you, you wouldn't say he has failed. We are going to reap the fruits of what Minister Mantashe has been doing. Because remember, when you procure renewable energy, from, from procurement to um, the renewable energy coming live, you're looking at the lead time of about 24 to 36 months, depending on when the project will reach a financial close. So in the next few, uh, I would say in the next 20, 24 months, most of this, um, most of the work that Minister Mantashe has been doing will be starting to bear fruit. Why people are saying a government has failed or this minister has failed is because they see load shedding taking place. They are not, they are not thinking about the problem from where it started to where it is now. Coming to the uh, Gordon, Mr. Gordon has been working very closely with the ESCOM board and, and with the, the, the Energy Crisis Committee since the establishment of the Energy Crisis Committee. They have done root cause analysis, for instance, of, of the power stations. They've established that there are six power stations that are problematic, uh, that needs uh, renewal. Uh, myself, I, I speak to both Mr. Mantashe and Mr. Gordon, um, and, and they sometimes draw some, some knowledge from some of us. And, and, and what is required now, National Treasury has now uh, announced that they are giving ESCOM about 250-something billion uh, to, to take care of the debt. That, what that does is it frees up some money from the ESCOM balance sheet so that ESCOM can then deal with the root cause uh, of, of these power, six power stations. That process on its own is it, going to take some time because ESCOM does not will not have immediately not immediately have the 250 something billion. It's money that that they will have over time. So what the new minister of electricity needs to do is to come in and consolidate all the efforts and work with the minister of mineral resources, work with the minister of public enterprises, work with everybody within the unions that I've talked about. In, in terms of coming up with a with a consolidated kind of plan, what government needs to do now 
is to support Dr. Ramukupa financially. They need to give him hard cash uh, and, uh, and so that he can be able to run with the with the fixing of the power stations. ESCOM needs about 120 to 130 billion rand as we speak to fix the six power stations. That money is not readily available. It needs to come from somewhere. They need about 180 billion rand to fix the, the transmission lines so that they can be able to take in renewable energy as Mr. Mantashe brings in new generation capacity. That money is not readily available. Prof. It needs to come from somewhere. <laughs> All of what you say is a good 25 years too late because in 1997, the then administration was told all of what is happening should have happened back then. Where do you dispute that? Do you dispute that? I don't dispute it. Okay, so there has been a failure. There has been a failure throughout. Anything that happens now is a response to a failure, not a response to a challenge either unforeseen or a challenge which was inevitable. This is a response to failure, a systemic failure of party, of policy implementation, of a paucity of skilled persons otherwise available in the nation who have been overlooked because one word and one word alone has overridden all of that. Politics. I, I fully agree with you, and I've been following this whole uh, crisis for quite some time. Um, there have been there have been failures. A lot of industry in the past. In 2003, the White Paper Renewable identified this problem, and 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 government was supposed to have started a new base program. They delayed in terms of building a DPL facility. Profit. Let's go to news. Let's go to news. We, we, we can agree there has been failure, and I think on another day we would have to unpack now how do we respond appropriately because what I'm experiencing, what you are, load shedding, is simply not consistent and in keeping with the response to failure. But for sure, your thoughts are certainly most appreciated. Thank you so much for your time, Prof. All right, thank you. Prof. Samson Mampueli, Head of Department of Science and Innovations, Energy Secretariat at Sanedi. It's 2201. Modupi, thank you, my brother, for the indulgence. Good evening to you.